0: the time is 1:08 a.m 5th november in the year of our lord 2022 and if you're just tuning in this is the what the fuck podcast by kobe sahar you can follow us at wtf underscore on air on twitter tiktok and instagram If you want to follow me personally too, you can follow my personal page at K-O-B-Y-S-A-R-R on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find me on TikTok as well. Okay, so let's get right in. Now, this week's podcast is going to be a very sad one because uh, there are quite a number of unfortunate incidents going on in there that I just wanted to discuss with everybody I've not been around for a while. I'll be very, very busy. So last week, I wasn't able to post. But this time around, instead of doing the podcast and the 30 minutes, I'm going to try as much as I can to push it towards an hour because it's going to have like a, um, issues from last week and then this week put together. You know, So it's going to be a bit lengthy. Okay, so in no particular order, let's get right into it. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is president Ecufuado's address to the nation on the financial hardships we're going through the economic situation the current economic situation and i don't really want to speak much into the issue but uh you see mr president i don't know if this podcast is ever going to find its way to you but in case it does you see mr president you're beginning to get on my nerves i'm sorry sir but you're fucking beginning to get on my nerves man and somebody has to say something you get me the blatant disregard you keep displaying it's annoying you need to stop it i don't know if there's anybody on his pr team but i feel like if he has one they need to be advising him on the things he comes out to say and even how he says it because this thing is beginning to get on my nerves you the same man went on some time past on a radio interview somewhere and i think there was a chief somewhere and who said there was a um a building they had to finish building or something i don't even remember the story but i think it was a program hosted by Kwame Sefaka and the president opened his mouth to say that if the chief thinks it's easy to do he can go and finish building the building himself or he can do it himself why is he bothering him like what the hell is that this same man went to Kumasi somewhere in one of the radio stations over there. And then, you know, people began to send him messages saying there was a road somewhere that has not been done. And it's it's in a very bad state, in a deteriorating state. And the people were asking or rather requesting, demanding that the president had to fix the ASAP. Either than that, you're not going to vote for MPP. Now mind you this man is on his second term so it means after this term he's not going to stand again so literally he doesn't care he had the audacity to open this mouth to say listen if you're not going to vote for me then that's fine that's you (laughs) that's your vote i don't care about that this is the kind of person that we have he doesn't really care about our problems uh, how we feel like i am not a partisan person i don't i don't participate in the whole ndc mpp vibe listen i'm the truth sayer listen when something is going awry when something is going wrong I always feel the need to do something about it to say something about it okay I'm not NDC I'm not MPP I don't belong to a political party I believe in who 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 is right and who has the right visions and and listen this man is lost this man is lost now he came to address the nation on the on the state of the economy. On Sunday 31st October 2022, and this is what he says in Samri competitive What he's saying in the literal translation in English is uh money doesn't like noise. I.e. don't talk about your money issues too much. And people really do not get the reason why he was saying that. Now let me break it down for you. These people are painting a different image. And when I say these people, I mean the the current governments, right? They are painting a different image about Ghana and then the economy and the, the financial climates down here to the outside world. When they go out there, the, the, the message they preach is that, oh, listen, come and invest here, come and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. Refusing to tell them the actual situation on the ground. So when people started talking about the financial constraints in the country, how bad things are getting by the minute, you know, the news began to go out. BBC started covering, international news um, station started covering. I mean, the news is now everywhere. How bad things are down here? So it is It is. It is inhibiting or it is, it is preventing them f- from doing what they do because usually what they do is that they go out say all those things and then they can lobby for loans and all that stuff and then they come back down here and then spend the money because the main reason why they went for the money, they come down here and they don't do it. And one problem I have with this president is that he has his priorities mixed up. This man is focused on the wrong things. (laughs) On the wrong things. You get it? Like on the wrong things. His priority right now should be stabilizing the, the city, our currency. But he's not. He's just gallivanting, going places, just doing weird shit building houses for judges don't they already have houses themselves they do so i don't even get it waste money to do that shit you feel me you know and then you come and stand on the tv and you come and lie to us and then you 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 see i don't even know what the finance or financial team whatever they call themselves i don't even know what you're doing right now because all the reasons they're giving for the depreciation of the city is bogus how do you mean or why would you come and stand there and tell us that listen it's due to the activities of the black market you cannot take out the black market out of any economy it is not possible the black market is everywhere in every economy you know the best you can do is to control their activities you cannot take it out every sound financial person every sound economist knows this The reason why the city is going down is due to the bad financial activities they've been dealing in. You feel me? We need to set the problem right from the root. That is where the issue is. Properties are being sold in Ghana here. In foreign currency. Nobody's going to sell you their property like a house or a land in Ghana cities. No way they're going to do that. So the idea is you need to change more cds to get the dollars to pay them even though practically you're not paying them in dollars you're actually paying them physical cds but they priced it in the dollar so it means the cd you're giving them is the dollar equivalent do you get it so if they gave it to you at a hundred dollars yesterday a hundred dollars one dollar was 10 cds okay so that makes a thousand cds today um um one dollar is 14 cds so the same hundred dollars yesterday was a thousand CDs, today is a thousand four hundred CDs. you get it so definitely every time more of the cd is going out of the country you catch the drift now they go for loans which have like high interest rates the loans they bring down here we do not know what they use it for but they keep going for loans now they're even negotiating to go for more from the IMF, which is going to come with more conditions and more interest. You catch the drift and at the end of the day, by the time we are paying, by the time we are servicing that loan because of the high interest rate, the high debt service rates, you know, more cities leave the country. He came on beautifully with industrialization as his main goal what has he done about it nothing that would have been the best way to curtail this problem because most of the things that we use down here we import so why not strengthen the local industries to produce locally so we don't get to take money outside we don't get to change it to foreign currency to go and bring things down here you feel me all these things are there but he came to stand there conveniently to say oh it's the black market people blah 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 at first it used to be covid then people people went back to their senses and was like no way when the covid hit they gave you the world bank gave you a grant gave you money you guys have not used the money where is the money now when the covid hit you said free water free light blah 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 now we are paying for all that stuff Meanwhile, they gave you a grant to service all those things. So, what did you use the money for? Because now we are paying for all that. If you haven't noticed, VAT before COVID was 3%. Now, VAT is 4%. Do you know what's making it 4%? Now, when you go, the flat fee of the VAT is still 3%. But they've added a COVID fee of 1% to it. So, now, the total VAT you pay on an item you buy from the mall, from everywhere, is 4%. You are paying for the COVID-free stuff they gave you. Meanwhile, they've been giving money to service all those things. What is happening? Meanwhile, the same president, right, is going to give his daughter, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't really remember the amount, but I think it's around $2.4 million or something, to hire people to paint and spray paint graffiti all over the high streets of Accra. <laughs> literally graffiti now ask yourself these people that this lady is using how much money is she going to give them out of the 2.4 million and this contract went to his own daughter yet we are down here temma oil refinery is in temma not far from my house the refinery has been closed down for a long time fortunately for us we mine the crude oil now down here in ghana yet still after we extract the crude oil we fly it outside for it to be refined and then we go into the international world market to buy the already refined crude oil that we sent that's we buy the petrol and the gas and the kerosene and all the blah 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 and then we bring it back down here what kind of stupidity is this are we gonna ever wise up seriously we have a refinery down here At first we didn't have crude oil now we have crude oil how hard is it to just connect the dots take the crude oil from the mines go give it to the refinery voila but no we will sell it on the international market and then they will refine it and sell it back to us black money use your sense you know like it's just so stupid i really don't get it though like it's 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 just so stupid It's just so stupid. Then instead of you to come and tell us something, you know, to give us hope that things are going to get better. You come and stand and tell us, so what? Don't talk too much about your suffering. Basically, we should shut up. Really? When prices are going up 300%, 400%, you want us to shut up? And then you sit in your air condition, sit in your SUVs with your convoy and go up and down with your private jet and fly in and out of the country. I mean, they they do say that sometimes people can get arrogant when they get power. But listen, this man, man, (laughs) he is the embodiment of arrogance. Is it ever going to get better? I weep. Honestly, I weep. I don't know what we have to do anymore you know i don't know what we have to and i fear that there is going to be civil unrest very soon i fear i'm not trying to incite anything but i fear i fear that if something is not done asap some crazy gonna go down i fear i'm not speaking ill into the wind but (laughs) anyway but before i get into my next item let's just take a listen to this
1: It's well, baby Social media Enya wudia Mini wudia Fake it till you make it Everyone is perfect Liars believe in their own fake life, fake life, fake life. See them Show up Better life Better life Now by force Big yash No brain No matter
0: social media i think on facebook no on twitter first and i saw that people were commending miss bell and talking about Abeko santana i was like wait what's going on what happened between the two because i i have met abeco quite a couple of times i've never met miss bell before Abeko are not really friends no but i've i've seen him here or there you know being in the same room with him being in close proximity with him a couple of times and i mean from what i hear he's quite close with miss bells so i was like wait what's going on how did this happen i looked more into the story turns out like a nigerian artist i've forgotten who it was actually but it's one of the popular ones came down to ghana uh, i think it was okfm i'm not too sure or was it peace now they were having an interview and Abeko was on the panel i think he was actually conducting the interview and then he asked this uh, artist that You know what guardian musician would you like to work with and then this artist said miss Bell and I'm like wait miss Bell the guy said yes he went on again to ask (laughs) ex-musician miss Bell now let's take a pause is there anything like an ex-musician somebody correct me if I'm wrong cuz an ex-musician really was that a musician is a musician so I kind of felt the job that I was like, uh oh, uh-uh, no. But he went on again to ask, why Miss Bell? Are you sure Miss Bell? Like, is Miss Bell not an artist though? What are you saying? What are you saying? I'm mean, like, what the hell? Now, I went on to watch Miss Bell's live, you know, the one that got people talking, and I really understood what was going on. Now, the rundown of the whole show is that. Abiku has been sabotaging Miss Bell for a very long time and the girl has been very quiet you know and she has not said anything now a uh, perfect example that she cited was during the Doomsaw times um she wrote a proposal to ECG that uh you know she wanted to collaborate with them to raise awareness on the and you know how to manage uh, your electricity how to use it wisely how not to waste energy and all that stuff and i think the proposal went on nice you know they agreed everything was okay they're about to do it she sat down wrote the proposal with her team sent it to ecg went to argue out the points everything and everything was good they liked it they were gonna move forward with it next thing she knew was somebody from ecg calling her saying wait Do you have a problem with Abeko Santana? She said, No, Abeko, I'm very cool with Abeko. I don't have any problem. Abeko is like my big brother. Then this person goes on to say, If you don't have a problem with Abeko Santana, then why did he just call telling us not to move forward with the proposal? To stop working with you, saying all sorts of things about you, but mouthing you and everything. So, Miss Bell was shocked. She didn't say anything. So, now, for her to hear uh the interview abeco recently just had with the nigerian artist she was like "Uh, uh-uh, enough it's enough i'm gonna come out and say it now if you've ever been in the music industry you know that this thing is a problem some people have tagged themselves that they are the industry heads right is that the right word i don't even know like uh they are the star makers quote unquote now if you want upcoming act and you want to get into the industry and you don't really go through them it's going to be a problem because they're going to make sure they're going to sabotage you it's like when you go through them they are the ones who can get your things somewhere because like i think it's 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 somewhat a syndicate you know of the the industry quote-unquote industry leaders so it's like, when you get to a big club they will be able to get your song heard by the ones who can give you the shows and all the stuff. And then uh, your name comes out and everything starts getting fame and popularity. You know, but if you don't go through them, well, <laughs> you feel me? And I've personally experienced that before. I'm not going to mention any names. It's not just a Beko, it's a whole lot of them, a whole lot of them. So for Ms. Bell to actually come out to speak on this i had to give it up to her plus who doesn't like miss bell anyway listen the thing miss bell has been able to do for our music industry most of these girls can't do it you know when they're talking about body positivity and how you should own your body and respect your body and use your body how you want and blah 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 miss bell was the one that started that shit you feel me she would come on tv dress how she's supposed to dress not listen to what society was saying and things like that she was free she was a free spirit she lived her life she did her music she was having fun with it and even still miss bell is miss bell you cannot box miss bell in you cannot put her into a category fine she might not be able to sing like the way the others do she might not be able to write music like the way the others do she might not be able to make music like the way the others do but her style is unique it's peculiar to her it's miss bell you cannot come from Miss bell everybody loves miss bell what are you even saying ex-artist y'all niggas be doing it. listen y'all niggas are on some shit now thank god For social media, we don't need y'all anymore. All I have to do is gather some money, pay for some ads on social media, and my things go everywhere. You feel me? And that's how this thing works. Because, like, now who listens to radio anyway? Me, I don't listen to radio. Uh Uh-uh. We listen to Spotify and Apple Music and um, Apple, um, what's it called? Deezer, Tidal, all them places. YouTube, streaming services. Nobody listens to radio anyway especially not for music well sometimes you might listen maybe for the radio host or hostess because of the program because of how nice they sound on the airwaves but not necessarily because of the music because now music is in very short reach if we want to get the music we can get it easily without any hustle gone were the days i can't remember when to when i quite when i started out fresh i went to ifm to have my stuff promoted there and I'm not going to mention the name, this guy, very popular, looked at my face and I was like, listen, if you really want me to play this, you have to give me like a thousand five. That, uh, that was somewhere around 2013, if I'm not mistaken, thousand, five, after they advertised on the radio saying, if you have anything, just bring it and we're going to play it for you. This guy saw me, it was like, this, your thing is good, if you wanted to make a hit. Giving me a thousand five CDs in 2013, thousand five back then was a hell of a lot of money, crazy amount. But I didn't. No, well I couldn't afford to give him give him that amount anyway. So it's so not like there was anything I could do about it. But I didn't. And in 2017, when I finally released my EP and went it out, you know, on the streaming services and everything, everything just went boom. Cause like, yeah, you know, had likes of Brian Demenso on it. Brian shout out to you wherever you are, bro. And yeah, that thing went boom and I didn't even spend anything on it in terms of promo cuz the good work sold itself. Cuz now it's available to the world market. It's not streamlined. It's not going through some gate, some gatekeeper who will decide when to play or not. You feel me? And it well even went on to site um, um instances where a vehicle will charge charger like say 800 CDs or thousand CDs f- to play her song you know and there was a time when they even went and she wasn't even prepared so her manager had to you know scrape up the money together because they thought they were just gonna meet him to talk to him they didn't, they didn't they did not know they'll be paying something at the end so yeah you know and then she also cited times where a vehicle invites her over for an interview she goes there sit there for like an hour and then nobody's gonna pay her any mind till like what is 15 minutes till the show is over then Abeko's gonna call her in to come and have her interview meanwhile the interview is to promote her song sitting on the interview being interviewed this nigga never plays a song so i'm like yeah don't do this to yourself listen let's not do this to ourselves don't give somebody the power over you that's just crazy human beings are power hungry when we get power get drunk with it for example our president this guy before when he came he was like oh the dollar was one city before in muhammad's time it's now two cities blah 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 we are sitting on minerals and whatever and whatever whatever and we are hungry he came was given the opportunity and he's doing worse and he's not also going to keep quiet about it he's being arrogant and adamant about it you feel me? That's how shit goes. That is how shit goes. So, I'll be cool wherever you are, bro. Nah, man. <laughs> Listen, you've been caught. And other people just came out. Or other people are also coming out to, you know, affirm what Ms. Bill is saying. So, it means, yeah, she's not just cooking shit up. But the song in the background. <laughs> <laughs> for some very strict reason. I don't really know why, but I just love this song so much. Sobola. I can never really get the name right. I don't know, for the life of me, I've tried, I can't, so I'm going to stop. But apparently, Ms. Bell made the song. Um, To answer, if you are Schwarzenegger, I don't really know what part of the song that is, because to be very honest, I'm finding it very hard to make heads and tail out of the song. <laughs> but then again, you know, it's Ms. Bell, we love it anyway. It's dope as it is it's a bit confusing to me but i still love it i've this song has been living in my head rent free ever since she dropped it because like damn <laughs> so yeah we need to start raising our voices against things like this you know we need to start talking people like abeco santana down especially for what he's doing come on that's not cool but anyway on the more sad news now earlier on we heard news more like a speculation that davido's three-year-old son had drowned i was like no that's not possible some people are starting fake news again but days pass by and turns out it was true uh the boy actually died junior davido De was dead and it's so sad i actually watched the video of how the whole thing happened <sighs> so you see the floaters the children used to swim right the inflatable um, sometimes there are animals or whatever now you put it on your child and put them in the swimming pool to be able to help them to learn how to swim and to help them stay afloat now unfortunately for the child i have first of all before i even continue why would they let a child into a swimming pool unsupervised i don't even get it this child put the inflatable thing around him I've forgotten what the name was anyway put a thing around him got into the swimming pool nobody was there and unfortunately for him when he went inside he went in wrongly so he got toppled over and then his head went under and because he has a thing around him now this thing forces you to stay afloat so unfortunately now this thing is above the water with his head under and he's wearing the thing so he tried to turn over but he couldn't he tried so hard to turn over but he really couldn't because he had a thing around him and the thing was keeping him his legs above the water so it made it impossible and there was nothing for him to grab onto so he couldn't get out and he couldn't turn over so he drowned and it was so painful drowning is the most difficult way to die and for the fact that a child three years old had to go through that it's not necessary man i don't know the mother was not in the video the father was not in the video because obviously they are both very busy but i'm sure there was a caretaker all there there must definitely be people in the house even if any of the parents were around i'm sure there was supposed to be a caretaker somewhere you know taking care of the child i don't know what happened but yeah you don't let a child go into a swimming pool unsupervised. never you never do that never you feel me you never do that no it's not even advisable for a grown adult to go into the swimming pool alone you always have to do that you know in twos not necessarily the other person joining in maybe it could, it could just be you in the water but somebody has to be there to see just in case anything is happening to you because it's a swimming pool it's water anything can go off anything can go wrong you know so when something is going bad somebody can come to your rescue this is so sad man this is so sad i'm I'm saddened when i watched the video i was just disoriented because like (sighs) davido and chioma wherever you are my heart goes out to you buff my condolences my sincerest condolences it's painful and i know you are enraged right now um i read somewhere that most of the household stuff and everybody i think about nine people have been arrested and are in police custody but you need to take out my brother chioma you too <sighs> anyway and to the equally sardine news uh, on tuesday the 2nd of november 2022 um at the 810 billiard and bowling in houston texas takeoff was murdered When I personally heard the news, I I thought it was TMZ up to their shit again. But I watched the video and it's true. Takeoff was murdered. Now, if you do not know who I'm talking about, Takeoff is the third member of the Migos group. So Migos is made up of Quavo, Offset, Cardi B's husband, and then Takeoff. So in the video, I watched what I realized or what I saw was that um, I think Quavo was having an argument with somebody takeoff was standing behind quavo we're having an argument i don't know what happened and then the thing just got heated before we realized you know somebody started firing shots so takeoff wasn't even saying anything he was just standing there but i think unfortunately two bullets got him one in the head and then one in the torso you know other people also got gunshot wounds but that wasn't um fatal so they're still alive but unfortunately for him he died and I saw the video on the video on Twitter with him on the floor in the pool of blood. Oh my God! With Quavo crying. Oh my God! <sighs> you see, this is the reason why I have a thing against guns. Because, like I said earlier, people are power drunk. Now, when you give them something that has the power to take somebody's life something that has the power to instill fear into somebody you know something that has the power to control another person when a human being has it in their hands they feel on top of the world they almost feel godlike you feel me and people have been asking for gun laws to regulate the handling of guns and the ownership of guns but i don't know i feel like the government that is drug in defeat or some of the states or some of the governors i don't really know what's going on with that because like yeah i'm not really bothered about them like that but listen i feel like we've gotten to a place where something has to be done how are people having access to this anyway because like everybody's just having a gun and then anytime they feel like they just pop it out and then pop it off kill people we hear it all the time somebody just walks into a mall and be like you know what i want to kill people today starts praying walks into the school does the same thing walks into a car park does the same thing walks into a church does the same thing like when is this man that's going to end having an argument with somebody they weren't even throwing fists it was just a verbal argument next thing i know somebody is popping off a gun what the hell man and then now take off is dead I really do not know what the world is going to Or I really do not know what the world is getting to But listen This is crazy man Uh uh This is crazy This is crazy This is crazy Something has to be done about something I don't know Something has to be done about all this shit Cause like Shit is going wild (sighs) Anyway So um Um a couple of days earlier in this week i think same on tuesday as well or was it on monday the news broke out that shatawali was saying on social media that the actions of bulldog is going to force him to reveal his secrets about fennec archie's death now let me shed more light into the situation so shatawali is about to drop a new album and i think bulldog released a track list he leaked the track list. And Shatta found out that it was Bulldog who did that. Now, I think for a while now, the two of them have not really been cool. There's been a bit of a beefing between them, you know. And I don't know why Bulldog decided to do that. But he did anyway. And Shatter is pissed. So he said, listen, my nigga, if you do not take care, yeah, I'm going to put you in trouble. And he came out on social media. And he said it, that listen you know something about how fennec died and i'm going to expose you back when fennec died i think in 2012 or 2014 i'm not too sure i think it was 2014 um even before i get into that so fennec Autry, the late fennec Autry, was kawkesi's manager um, in 2014 turns out that bulldog and fennec had beef Uh, Most of the time they were quarreling, they were in disagreement all the time, exchanging words and all that. There was a point where they exchanged words live on air one time on radio. So, it's it's nothing, you know, new. We know the two of them be beefing. But then one day at his apartment at uh, Manit's estate or something like that in Spintex Road, he was gunned down. He was killed. So, that is when the speculation began saying that it was uh, Budok that did it so bulldog got arrested and you know speculations went on to say and even alleged that bulldog in his exchange with fennec on air threatened to kill him but later on investigation proved that it was never true because there's no record of it anywhere they listened to the record of the radio recording of the verbal exchange and nothing like that was said so i think based on the fact that there was no substantial evidence um the attorney general at a time decided to let the case go because and i quote they said that they were no longer interested in pursuing the case so this they decided to let bulldog off now Kwalkesi got angry because he felt like his late manager was being treated unfairly because he felt like they should have pursued a case to find out who actually did it to give justice and to the memory of fennec Autry. but they didn't do that they gave up now fast forward to what shatawali said recently kawkesi heard it recorded it and called the police to draw their attention <laughs> so kawkesi has involved the police now and the police went in for bulldog who is now saying we should call him Boo god anyway went in for bulldog and you know started asking him questions again So i think from the um igp's office he went to hits fm and then he went to have an interview blah 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 that's bulldog or God, and then he even now is saying that the beef they used to have was all staged it was something he agreed to do with fennec you know they had an agreement between the two of them to do it just to be able to raise their profiles or their portfolios or just to give them more prominence as artists managers now unfortunately as we know fennec is dead so whether that thing is true or not we would not be able to tell because fennec is not here to even confirm if it's true or not so yeah i wouldn't really take that word for fact anyway but truth is that shatawale is saying that the former president bahama contacted him bulldog one time to give him armed men for a job now how true that is we do not know but investigations are still pursuing so we'll find out very soon anyway so here that is the issue with Shatterwali and bulldog as well and y'all know Shata. <laughs> Shata wouldn't say something he's not seen or wouldn't say something that ain't true Shata only speaks when he feels like his tail has been stepped on so he needs to react so let's just keep our fingers crossed and see what comes out of it but anyway um i'm still i'm still down but the death of takeoff even more so um davido's son god that didn't have to happen to that child poor child that's the worst way to go out anyway so in more international news now megan the stallion and drake are beefing (laughs) and um this is not really funny though this is a serious matter now what happened was drake has released a new song with 21 savage and the title of the song is circle loco drake has a line in there that says this bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion and then he raps on to say she don't even get the joke but she's still smiling this bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion she don't even get the joke but she's still smiling Every night, now let late, me shed late, more light, light, in light in into what's going on now Back in July 30th, 2020, allegedly news broke out that Tori Lanez had shot Megan the Stallion, his then girlfriend, in the foot. And this whole thing became a controversy trials and court dates and all that stuff. Tori maintains it's a lie, it's not true. And Megan still maintains that she's been shot and she's been traumatized and that she has the wound and everything to prove it later on we got to hear megan actually said it was actually a shot of glass that cut her leg it wasn't really a gunshot wound later on she came back to saying that was false news and she actually got shot and then she thought you know the doctors and everything to prove but you see drake and tori Lanez are very close friends So if you do not understand, Drake saying that this bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion is throwing reference to the incident calling Megan the Stallion a liar because she was never shot in the foot by tory Lanez, that's what he believes right but i don't think if it weren't true i'm not judging here but i don't think if it weren't true she would be going to the length of pushing the story so far and still maintaining it stance but then again people have done crazy things so you may never know but the prosecutor in an interview with tmz said that he personally heard a recorded phone call that tory Lanez made when he was in the cell where he admitted to doing the thing, i.e. shooting Megan in the foot. And he even apologized. So he still does not understand why Tori is saying he didn't do it. And he doesn't know what Tori has been telling his people. Because unfortunately for Megan, ever, ever since the story broke out, instead of seeing Megan as the victim, everybody's not. Most people are fighting against her which is very sad it's like her abuse is not even being seen because for some very straight reason everybody keeps believing that it's not true she's probably fibbing she's probably lying you know so the prosecutor said that the trials will reveal the facts because they have the facts they have seen the facts and they have seen what is in them and apparently with the type of evidence they have they don't even need witnesses (laughs) because the evidence are self incriminating you know literally the moment they exhibit them tori is going in so i really do not know but i feel like the celebrities are should not be picking sides because you know this is a typical example of he says she said you weren't there so you don't really know what happened if you were there and then you know what happened that's fine but if you weren't i feel like don't in as much as you want to support your friend he might be lying cuz like you can these days you can't really trust anybody. You feel me? That's what happened. Now, Megan heard this line from Drake's song and she also decided to respond. Now, she hit her Twitter page and went off on Drake. I'm not really going to read the tweet, but then basically on the on the line of when has it ever been cool to joke about the abuse of a woman and stuff and such and such and such. I feel like for Drake to use that in his song, that was low. Or maybe he was just looking for clout. Anyway, these days, anybody's just going to do anything for the clout. So let's just see how this pans out. But yeah, I don't think that was a good move Drake did. That was like a bitch ass nigga move, bruh. (laughs) Because like this murder has not been settled yet. You do not go and put it in your music to sway the public opinion. Like don't do that shit. Don't do that. Come on, bruh. That's not cool, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. We don't know the facts. We don't know the full story. Whatever it is, you have heard one side from Tori. You've not heard her side. You feel me? And her supporters have also heard her side. They've not heard Tori's side. So you can't really say it. I would say that you listen to the two sides and then you make your decision. You make your judgment. But don't just listen to one and be like, yeah, I'm going to follow this one. Nah, bruh. Things are not always as they seem. Your eyes could be lying to you. So, yeah. That is that for Drake and Megan the Stallion. my last item i am going to talk about gabrielle union so gabrielle union to mark her 50th birthday decided to go on an african tour with her husband and child yeah they came to ghana so an african-american guy by a name diallo sombre is a tourism ambassador for ghana and you know in nyamibetra in Koforidua, they decided to make him then koswarini so i think um he is friends with them he decided to invite them to the uh his his ceremony and fortunately coincided with the african tour so they decided to come to ghana to you know go there now they went there and they were given Ghanaian names Gabrielle came with Dwayne Wade of course and then their child the youngest I think um, Kaviar or KVR. I don't really know the name I hope I got it right K-A-A-V-I-A, kVR or Kaviar. and she is popular actually even more than her mother she is known as the meme queen um, I wish I could show you pictures but her face when she was a baby has been going around especially during the COVID times going around a lot <laughs> With you know memes all over it, so yeah, Kavya is in Ghana. All oh, they came to Ghana, and they were donned in you know beautiful kente, and were given Ghanaian names. So Gabrielle was given the name Akosia Safwa. I guess she is a Wednesday born, and her husband Dwayne Wade was given Kwesi safo because obviously he's a sunday born so yeah um all you know the event was good but one funny thing happened because gabrielle was drenched in sweat you could tell her skin was not agreeing with the african heat i swear sometimes they'd be in la they'd be like oh this place is hot listen y'all don't even know man hate stroke we have that thing for breakfast down here she was drenched in sweat and one funny thing too was when they gone on the Derra grounds, she was going around, you know, they were trying to introduce them to everybody. She was just going around waving like Queen Elizabeth would. And <laughs> these people were just sitting there looking at her because, like, girl, don't nobody know you. This is Nyami Betray in Kofori, they don't really know you like that. If a jackal got there, he would receive more fans. They were just sitting there looking at her, they weren't even waving back, and then she was just going up and down waving and smiling, and then she was so tired, she was out of air, you could tell, and she was sweating, you could tell she was so tired. This is Africa for you man, this is what we live in, this is what we endure, it's not easy. You feel me? She was so tired, but all you know, I mean it's Gabrielle Union, I love Gabrielle Union. Actually I'm hoping one day maybe the DC Universe or the Marvel Universe will give A role, a superhero role. I feel like she's going to really do well. Herself and then Kelly Rowland. I swear to God, because I love Kelly Rowland, but yeah. Yeah, I love Gabrielle Union too. And I hope to see her maybe one day be Catwoman. Not that I think that she can do better than Halle Berry did. I love Gabrielle, but I don't think anybody can do better than Halle Berry's Catwoman. Come on, that's like epic. So yeah, uh, that is all we have for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. This week's episode is a bit. uh, Because, I mean, there's a lot of sad news in there, Charlie. Once again, Davido, Choma, wherever y'all are, my heart goes out to you. Have my condolence. The family of Takeoff, wherever y'all are too, my heart goes out to y'all. Dealing with death is not easy, it's not something I wish on anybody, man. Life is hard. There's no need to make it harder. Come on. Anyway so yeah we're done with this week's episode that is that once again my name is kobisar and you have been listening to the what the Fuck podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at wtf underscore on air on instagram twitter and tiktok if you want to follow me on my personal page as well you can do so by following at k-o-b-y-s-a-r on facebook tiktok instagram and twitter All right, catch you again next time. Bye bye.